1: The Fall Guy Only in theaters May 3rd Read it (laughs) PG-13
0: Ladies and gentlemen Let's go downstairs And inside the coach's office You know my mind is on our team Right before tip-off Here's
1: David Locke With head coach Quinn Snyder It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show Welcome back to the Moda Center in Portland, Oregon. Time for the Jazz and the Portland Trailblazers. Time for the head coach's show with Quinn Snyder. And let me just, big picture, what are you seeing out of Damian Lillard right now?
0: It's it's um, kind of historic performances when you string them together. They're great performances that only a certain number of guys in the league can, can, um, can have, but um, And then when you think about the fact that he's had them consecutively, um, it's it's rare. And it speaks to him. I I think it shows on some level how unselfish he is. It's kind of ironic because when CJ's back and Nurkic is back, uh, he's more aware of getting people involved. And you see fourth quarters like that. that, You know, you add up. If he had four quarters like this, it'd be 60. Um, and now he's needed to do that, you know, for the course of an entire game. And that's what, you know, that's what you see. Having coached against him now for much of his
1: career and your head coaching career, how have you seen him grow over the years?
0: You know, that, that would be a really good question for Johnny and because, you know, they're close from um, from growing up. And in a lot of ways, you know, Johnny um, was part of his life as a, as a young player. And they remain really close. So, some of it, um, I kind of check with Johnny when I see something. I I think you, him, his finishing um, off one leg, to be specific. um, I think his passing, you know, where he's been even more conscious of involving people. And, you know, the leadership that obviously Portland saw uh, in him his first few years, which, you know, their team, you know, they, they made an adjustment and built the team around him when. Aldridge and Batum and some of those guys moved on and uh obviously he's more than capable for that and and ready for that and is rewarding them for those decisions he according to NBA stats he is shooting 45 percent between 30
1: and 39 feet what does that do
0: to a defense it changes everything it changes your pickup points um which gives him more space you know on the floor um when the floor gets compressed, um, there are less driving lines. Um, so, you know, it almost creates like a transition situation where you're trying to get back and a player's coming at you with a head of steam because he's so far out on the court. And then it it also draws um, bigs out in pick and roll because you have to pick him up and then the screens take place higher on the floor. So after the screen... He's, you know, he's even more in range. So if you back up, he shoots from thirty feet or more. Um, if you go up and get him, you get screened, and sometimes he gets better shots.
1: You'll have Mike Conley back in the starting lineup tonight. W- what have you seen from Mike in this process?
0: Well, I think a, a resolve, um, kind of a perseverance over, you know, a, a period of time in his life where there's been a ton of change, and you know, coming in and trying to find his sea leg, so to speak, and um, being so willing to, I, w- I wouldn't say subordinate, um, but t- to try to, you know, to in- integrate himself um, and not do it at the expense of anybody. And um, I think that um, naturally, not that he wasn't aggressive, but, um, you know, the, the, that was true of our whole team at one point where guys were, you know, actively deferring to, to each other and, um, that can be a good thing at times, and it can also, you know, take guys out of their individual rhythms as far as how they've played. And then, then you know, he, he gets hurt. He works his tail off to come back and tweaks his hamstring hamstring again and continues to work. So I, I think there's a perseverance that he's shown. Um, and you don't even think about all the you – know, you for anybody that's lived – 12 years and one that's basically like growing up somewhere because I don't know how many people remember before they got to kindergarten and then all of a sudden you're going off to college and in his case he's leaving Memphis you know um, with um, having been married and having two children and now you're somewhere else and you know that, that's a big that's a big thing it doesn't happen to players very often and he's still at a point in his career where he's got so much to give and I think he's been anxious to, to do that. Coach, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Head coach, Quinn
1: Snyder. Let's hear from Terry Stotts. Do great players find out stuff about them in these kind of runs that they can do more than they thought they could have?
0: I don't know. That's a deep question. (laughs) You have to ask the great players. I don't know. If you look back to him
1: in his second or third year, what's the biggest difference in his game now than it was back at that stage?
0: Um, Well... You know, it's the experience. Uh, Back then, you know, you had, he was alongside some experienced players with Lamarcus and Nick and Wes and throw Robin in there. Um, But when those guys left or were no longer here, uh, his, just his, I think his court awareness, Obviously, you can look at his moving out of shooting range, and I think he's become a better, uh, a more clever passer. I think he sees the game a little bit better, and that's just to be kind of be expected uh, with the experience.